fourteenth study. The sixth commandment. You shall not commit adultery. Here I learn once more what God intends and expects me to do, namely to live chastely, decently and temperately, both in thoughts and in words and actions, and not to disgrace any man's wife, daughter or maidservant. More than this, I ought to assist, save, protect and guard marriage and decency to the best of my ability. I should silence the idle thoughts of those who want to destroy and slander their reputation. All this I am obliged to do, and God expects me not only to leave my neighbor's wife and family unmolested, but I owe it to my neighbor to preserve and protect his good character and honor, just as I would want my neighbor to do for me and mine in keeping with the commandment. Second, I thank my faithful and dear father for his grace and benevolence by which he accepts my husband, son, servant, wife, daughter, maidservant into his care and protection and forbids so sternly and firmly anything that would bring them into disrepute. He protects and upholds this commandment and does not leave violations unpunished even though he himself has to act if someone disregards and violates the commandment and precept. No one escapes him. He must either pay the penalty or eventually atone for such lust in the fires of hell. God desires chastity and will not tolerate adultery. That can be seen every day when the impenitent and profligate are overtaken by the wrath of God and perish miserably. Otherwise, it would be impossible to guard one's wife, child and servants against the devil's filthiness for a single hour, or preserve them in honour and decency. What would happen would be unbridled immorality and beastliness, as happens when God in his wrath withdraws his hand and permits everything to go to rack and ruin. Third, I confess and acknowledge my sin my own and that of all the world, how I have sinned against this commandment my whole life, in thought, word and action. Not only have I been ungrateful for these excellent teachings and gifts, but I have complained and rebelled against the divine requirement of such decency and chastity, that God has not permitted all sorts of fornication and rascality to go unchecked and unpunished. He will not allow marriage to be despised, ridiculed or condemned, etc. Sins against this commandment are above all others, the grossest and most conspicuous and cannot be covered up or whitewashed. For this I am sorry, etc., etc. Fourth, I pray for myself and all the world that God may grant us grace to keep this commandment gladly and cheerfully in order that we might ourselves live in chastity and also help and support others to do likewise. Then I continue with the other commandments, as I have time or opportunity or am in the mood for it. As I have said before, I do not want anyone to feel bound by my words or thoughts. 
I only want to offer an example for those who may wish to follow it. Let anyone improve it who is able to do so, and let him meditate either upon all commandments at one time, or on as many as he may desire. For the mind, once it is seriously occupied with a matter, be it good or evil, can ponder more in one moment than the tongue can recite in ten hours, or the pen write in ten days. There is something quick, subtle, and mighty about the mind and soul. It is able to review the Ten Commandments in their fourfold aspect very rapidly, if it wants to do so, and is in earnest.